Hello, folks. You've been listening to the Two Witnesses Podcast with David and Celeste, sponsored by Anchor.fm. Folks, have you ever heard about the Anchor Podcast Program? Let me tell you all about it, why Celeste and I chose Anchor. Number one, it's free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So folks, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's available on both Google Play and iTunes Store. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Now back to the Two Witnesses Podcast. Welcome to the Two Witnesses Podcast. You're with David, David Jr., and Celeste in the Two Witnesses Podcast. You can reach us at two witness at protonmail.com. That's two W I T N E S S at P R O T O N M A I L dot com. Go ahead and email us with any suggestions, any show ideas, any any um, any information that you'd like to share with us. The great thing about the Proton Mail is it is encrypted end user to end user. So it is a completely encrypted email. You can feel safe using Proton. So email us at two witness at protonmail.com and we will respond to your email within 24 hours. And so today's topic is outbreak. And I'm here with David and David Jr. How are you today, David? I'm doing great, Celeste. The weather out here is about 73 degrees. Disappointed to say I was outside doing gardening earlier this morning, this afternoon rather, and it's partly cloudy with a lot of chemtrails in the air. So whenever I see that type of, which we'll talk about a little bit, whenever I see that heavy of chemtrailing, I tend to stay inside and I recommend that folks around the world do that too whenever they see that. But very interesting. I was watering the garden and my hummingbird friend came up right up to me and started drinking out of the hose. Can you imagine? He was about maybe a foot away from me. Yeah, yeah. that was a beautiful experience just having a hummingbird just sit there and hum. Video. You should have took a video of that. Well, you know, I, I wanted... It would have been hard to take a video while you had a garden hose in your hand. Well, you know, I wanted <laughs> to go grab my camera, but then again, I kind of felt like I was at one with the animal, you know, so... And then uh, it was just sitting there maybe about, I'd say probably less than eight inches away from me uh, the, at the end of the garden hose, if you can imagine a garden hose with a with a sprayer on the end of it. And it was sitting there just hovering and just drinking away. You know, I just thought it was a pretty unique experience that, um, you know, that even nature knows what and who to trust. And we as people, we don't anymore. So I, I was kind of reflecting on that earlier. But thanks for asking. Awesome. Awesome. That's a beautiful experience there. I can just see um, it would, you know, in my mind's eye, as you're describing what happened to you. So that's beautiful. David Jr., how are you today? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Dad. Hello. How are you doing? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Good, good, good. Um, really looking forward to knocking this uh, episode down with you. We've talked a little bit over the over the last week or so about you know where things are and where things are going and and i was reflecting on david you know the last uh, this july i think uh coming up on the 26th is actually our anniversary of our first podcast which was awake with a uh, exclamation point and now out what did you say our anniversary date is? uh july 26th that's when we did our first podcast wow yeah so it's we have to do something for our first yeah, anniversary. Yeah, we do an anniversary podcast or something like that because it was in a, a very... To reflect. It was a very, uh, I guess, providential meeting of the minds. And, uh, you know, David and I, we've, you know, talked nightly, you know, for the last year or so. You know, so uh, I'm really looking forward to getting into this with you, David, and other things. So, Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> wow we're approaching our first anniversary on july 26th we have to do a special podcast and 
in memory of that, you know, maybe call it reflect and we go over the past year. Uh, but today, uh, today's broadcast is entitled Outbreak, one that I was looking forward to. This is the disclaimer on behalf of the Two Witnesses podcast. We are not anti-vaxxer. We are truth seekers and truth tellers. We're going to be doing today's broadcast entitled Outbreak in a question and answer format. And I'm going to go ahead and ask my first outbreak question. Uh, David, um, looking at the current headlines, The Guardian states Australia COVID outbreak Delta variant case rise among fully vaccinated people. Uh, We look at um, The Guardian COVID outbreak among vaccinated Vegas hospital workers underscore Delta risk. Delta variant outbreaking in Israel affects some vaccinated adults. Uh, these headlines over and over, Australia COVID outbreak, Delta variant case rises among fully de- vaccinated people. Many, many headlines that I've seen this week, uh, which highlight that vaccinated people are being infected by the uh, Delta variant variant. So my question to you is this, uh, I told you so moment, because in prior broadcasts, we mentioned that you could still get uh, COVID even though you're vaccinated. Well, I'm very careful with language. And when I hear the words vaccine and vaccinated, uh, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up and my eyes go bloodshot with rage because... Uh, when you normally think about a vaccine, what are, what are some of the common uh, characteristics of a vaccine? Number one is if you take the vaccine, you have immunity, huh? You got your chickenpox vaccine when you were younger, right? Never got chickenpox again. Okay, you got your measles vaccine when you were younger, didn't you? You ever had measles nope. again? Um, rubella? Nope. Same Never. thing, right? So what is it about this quote-unquote vaccine that supposedly when people get vaccinated and then all of a sudden now they can still become infected with the very same disease that is supposed to be giving giving you immunity again so when you think about vaccines you think about immunity you think about trust you think about safety you think about reliability uh you think about uh, how much faith you have in institutions of government and medical authorities and yet, all of a sudden, when I heard you read these headlines, I mean, those headlines were basically a um, Sodom and Gomorrah of truth and lie concerning how, if you're vaccinated, how in the world can you get it? How in the world can you get the disease that you're supposedly vaccinated for? This Delta variant. There's an Alpha variant, a Beta variant, a uh, Lambda variant. Now there's a uh, Delta variant that's supposed to be scaring people. Where where are these quote-unquote variants coming from? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. So if you have the coronavirus, if you supposedly have the coronavirus, and they haven't isolated this virus, by the way, folks. This thing is more of a mind, a psychological, it is a biological weapon. Yes, it was produced in a Wuhan lab, like we've been saying over a year and a half. They're in the news media. You can tell, if you want truth from your news media, Listen to it today, uh, which is what, July 18th, and just take it with a grain of salt and then listen to that same news media again on that same topic at about, uh, about six months to a year later. And now you'll get the truth after they've done manipulating people with it. It's the typical. We create the problem. We manufacture it. You know, and I started looking back through all these fun- funky diseases that's been coming out for the last 20 years, starting with SARS-1. Sudden Acute Respiratory Syndrome. I started looking at MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. I started looking at the Ebola virus. I started looking at the Zika head shrinking virus. I started looking at even the SARS-CoV-2 virus. I started to look at the AIDS virus. And you know what I found out? All of them were produced in a laboratory. Every single one were produced in a laboratory and purposely released upon humanity. Why? Because now there's a problem. Now we activate the media to hype the problem. 
And then we gauge what the public reaction is. People are scared to death, so now they're begging for the vaccine. It's not a vaccine, people. The vaccine is the virus. And now, all of a sudden, we offer these ready-made solutions, and people make billions and millions of people die. I think I was looking at the statistics today about almost 200 million people around the world has caught the coronavirus. About 149 million people recovered, and over 4 million people died from the coronavirus. In the United States, it's around 600,000. Of the 600,000 people that supposedly died from the coronavirus, uh, they found out that the people who had tested positive for the coronavirus, over 97% of them are false positives. Out of the millions of people that tested positive for the coronavirus here in the United States, they're all false positive. Out of, out of the 600,000 people that died, 97% of those people, or 560, 570,000 of those people that supposedly died from COVID had two or three other comorbidities or they are already advanced in age. I find it totally, uh, how would I say? Ironic that we have these brilliant, well-educated scientists and nobody's putting out the truth about this. So, Celeste, when I hear about these Delta variants, that's the latest fear porn that the media is putting out in order to mobilize the people in order for you to roll up your sleeve. Oh, I thought they were blaming the vaccinated people. I thought they were blaming the new variants on the unvaccinated people. Now they're blaming it on because the vaccine doesn't work. Now you need a second. How long are we going to trust these people? Why are we still listening to them? Why are you even still reading the headlines? They've been lying to us for the last two years, four years, five years. I just get so frustrated with this whole issue. I mean, I really, really do. Because it's all BS. It's all a hoax. It's all one great big global mind, global mind, uh, psychological mind uh, operation. It's uh, all meant to steer people into a lockdown environment, into a control environment, and that now all of a sudden they're injecting this quote-unquote vaccine, which is guaranteed to change your DNA. It turns your bodies into a walking, talking, uh, what they call prion generating, which is basically the spike protein. Uh, it turns all these normally healthy people into walking, talking uh, coronavirus factories, and now they're blaming the, the, all these different variants around the world on the unvaccinated, and they're also blaming it on the, I thought these vaccines are supposed to have a 95% efficacy. If a, a vaccine has a 95% efficacy, how in the world can you have people being reinfected after they've already been vaccinated? The whole thing is a scam and a hoax. Wow. Um, you brought up some very important points there. Uh, I'll have another question for you. Uh, it was quite ironic to me as I saw a headline this week where Jen Psaki, White House press secretary, was saying that they're cracking down on increased um, people who people who are spreading information about vaccinations not to get vaccinations. She said, we're flagging problematic posts for Facebook as COVID case rise. White House increased to work vaccination and silence misinformation. They're, basically, she's saying that when anyone speaks against the vaccination, it's misinformation. So I found that very ironic. So my question to you is, if you could say anything to... Also, um, President Biden had says that um, unvaccinated people are killing people. If you could speak to Jen Psaki uh, and President Biden, what would you say to them concerning um, concerning the vaccination and and missing? For the love of God, man and woman, resign and beg the American people and people around the world for forgiveness. That's what I would say to them. I wouldn't even engage them on this issue. Why? Wow, those are some very strong words. Um, I, w I was shocked when I saw the headline saying uh, when, when President Biden has said um, uh, they're killing people with vaccine misinformation. And, on yeah, Facebook, yeah, by the way. On Facebook, yeah. Joe Biden on Friday said platforms like Facebook are killing people by allowing COVID-19 vaccine information on their services. So, uh, yeah, those are some very strong words. Well, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, again, David, David, you and I, we've had conversations about 
um, you know, these uh, quote unquote vaccines and the misinformation, disinformation. I mean, we're talking about, you know, you asked me to address, uh, you know, the current administration as if um, I have any faith at all in this current administration. I And I don't. I think this current administration is totally illegitimate from the get go. And any actions that they're taking right now is absolutely treasonous. I really do believe that in my heart of heart. And uh, so I am not going to submit myself to any sort of governmental authority or any sort of governmental rule or any sort of medical authority or any sort of medical rule when I know for a fact they in, they in, they're in constant violation of basic human rights and universal rights and the rights of people to make their own health care decisions and the right for people to weigh, their, to weigh the information and for them to say that other platforms are putting out, not like I'm a Facebook defender to this day. I don't know why anybody would have a Facebook account. I always say that. You know how I feel about Facebook and social media. And you look at the damage that it's doing. Even tech executives won't allow their children to have a social media account. These are the people that create the product. What does that tell you about the societal harm that it does? And so, uh, for me, David, uh, you know, I know that you and I have had these types of conversations. So how do you weigh in on this issue? I agree with you on it. I'm not even going to engage you on it. We're going to not fall for the diversion and we're going to get to the matters of hand speaking about, um, election, this and that, and get into the bottom of this. How all of a sudden can the coronavirus be killing people to now unvaccinated people are killing people? And there's no focus. By the way, Jen Psaki made a big mistake saying that going after misinformation. So what you're basically saying is that you are um, basically absolving the medical community of any responsibility with that statement. If I do the opposite of it and, and where's the focus on going to find out where this came from? You know, like you said about the vaccines, I'm 40 years old. I haven't had polio Thank you. Never. I've been vaccinated for that. Two years of Corona, and now we're at the fourth installment of the Delta. Is it really even here? Wow, you guys make some powerful points there. That That's powerful. Uh, and another question. Um, Abraham Lincoln said, those who deny freedom to others deserve it not for themselves. David, uh, my question to you is hospital workers. Um, I know uh, you reported in the headlines, many hospital workers have quit their job instead of getting mandatory uh, COVID-19 vaccination. What would you say to encourage them that they stood their ground? They said, I know you said I'm going to lose my job if I don't take the vaccine. I'd rather I'd rather quit. And many, um, I know medical workers that I saw uh, in the headlines had quit their jobs because um, it was mandatory and they preferred not to take it, but they lost their jobs. What would you say to encourage them? Well, I would say congratulations for upholding your Hippocratic oath of doing no harm, being a medical professional, number one. Number two, I would say congratulations for standing up for your constitutional and also your human right. Number three, I would say is, is that we need louder voices like those brave professionals, those brave America's frontline doctors, those brave nurses that are walking out of these, uh, and you, can you imagine how difficult it is for them to be? Because those are some of the most caring people in the world. That's why they got into medicine in the first place to help people. And now all of a sudden they're waking up from the, the Kool-Aid drunk, the, the Kool-Aid stupor that uh, everybody's been in. And they're saying, you know what? This goes against all my training. You know what? This goes against common sense. And you know what? You're asking me to put this in my body and I don't believe in it. I don't even trust doctors anymore. And I've been that way for many, many, many years. Ever since uh, I really found out about what was happening with our Food and Drug Administration, our National Institutes of Health, our National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases, when I found out exactly how they've been compromised and they're nothing more than a rubber stamp for Big Pharma, uh, my trust went out the window with organized medicines. You have more doc you have more sales reps for pharmaceutical companies and doctors' offices than you do have patients. And those doctors are trained from the get-go from medical school to push every single drug that they can. 
so for me, I would applaud all the medical professionals for walking out of their jobs and not subjecting themselves and their families to this experimental vaccine. They're basically doing human trials on the whole globe right now. And if there's uh, collateral damage, i.e. people dying or people or uh, people uh, suffering ill health effects, which a lot of people are suffering from that, and I pray for those people, and I, I have very, very fond hopes of healing, you know, for those people. But why in the world, if it, what, what is it about this thing about us as people that when we see people in authority that we automatically trust them in light of all the evidence is screaming out loud to tell you not to trust them anymore. So I applaud them for doing that, for walking out of the job. And that's the only way to get these people's attention because they're held in on power. Look at what's going on in Australia. You read an Australian headline, Australian, uh, even a health minister who supposedly had COVID before was vaccinated, and now he has COVID again. Uh, they say, well, if you want the truth about what's going on, we're the only source and we're the only authority. I'm like, who the hell are they to say that to people? particularly when their lives are on the line and their families and their parents and their children and their grandchildren. These, these people are obscene in their thinking and their approach to this. And it just violates basic common sense. And why anybody would listen to that or why anybody would comply with that is beyond me. So when you start talking about these different outbreaks that are happening around the world, Believe me, when I see Kim trailing up in the air like that, I don't put it past them to, to put some sort of variant up there in the air and have everybody breathe it. And then we haven't talked about the 5G connection. You know, one of the things I want to share, maybe at the next question after the break, you know, it's a couple of, uh, it's a couple of web pages. Uh, the, 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 I remember when this thing first came out and the first place that I went after my friend told me about this at the Indian Institute of Virology. And I want to say what the Indians had to say about it, because like I said, if you listen to our prior podcast, I think this is our, actually our, what, 14th podcast. Wow. Um, if you listen to our prior podcast, you'll, you'll find a story about how I got involved in this. And I went to the Indian Institute of Virology and I started pulling down their paperwork. Now, why did I go to the Indian Institute of Virology? Well, it's because I heard that there was a lot of well-to-do Chinese rushing over their border with India, which is still disputed to this day, by the way with military troops on both sides firing at each other. Uh, I found that a lot of Chinese were, you know, they were fleeing China and headed into India. I said, why is that? That is totally, that is totally opposite because normally they think of themselves as not necessarily warring neighbors, but they definitely don't get along. You know, it's just two different worldviews. And so I went to the Indian Institute of Virology and I started looking at some of their research and uh, these Indian scientists came up with this research paper it's still widely available on the net if people would search for it. Folks, and do your own homework. Do your own research. Don't take our word for it. We're concerned parents and brothers and sisters and family members just like you are. But this is our truth. Do your own homework. Do your own research. If it resonates with you, go ahead and go for it. Be careful, though. Bring plenty of carrots because these rabbit holes go very, 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 very deep. And it used to be that you can ignore these things and you can kind of sit on the fence and then hope all of it goes away. But it's to the point now that it's so oppressive that is so authoritarian that these folks don't know how to back off anymore. So, but at any rate, so if you look at what's going on down in Australia, they've, they've instituted draconian lockdowns. Uh, again, no end in sight. You look at what's going on in France, whereas the, uh, the president of France, uh, uh, just announced that it's going to be compulsory vaccinations for everybody, including newborns in France, <laughs> you know, for all adults and all newborns in France. Right. What does that tell you? What does that tell you when it comes to this? Yeah, that's a little drastic. That's a little drastic. But that that's definitely um I really didn't realize that France had imposed that. So you're you're informing me. I'm a news buff and I hadn't heard that. Wow. I'm speechless over that one. Yeah, you can throw Canada in, you can throw Canada in the same thumb. There's people protesting all around the country now and, uh, in, uh, not so much in Canada, but definitely in France. They're demanding that Macron steps down as president. He's basically a tool of the people that he works for. Not, he's definitely not working on behalf of the French people. So, viva la resistance. resistance. <laughs> wow. 
that's good. The people, you know, we're not going to go without a fight. We're not going to go salary into that night. You know, that's good that they're standing up for their rights because you have a basic human right. You you cannot force someone to take a vaccine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I'm glad to see that they're standing up and say, no way. It is not a vaccine. <laughs> it is a biological weapons delivery syringe. You're listening to the Two Witnesses podcast with David, David Jr. and Celeste. Today's podcast is called Outbreak. Just a disclaimer, we're not anti-vaxxer. We're truth tellers and truth seekers. You can reach us at twowitness at protonmail.com. That's two W-I-T-N-E-S-S at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. Please write us with any questions you may have any show ideas um also if you like to support us with any finances uh, feel free to email us and let us know and we can give you information on how you can support the podcast we're going to go ahead now and pause for a station break from our sponsor welcome to the two witnesses podcast you're here with david david jr and celeste and the two witnesses podcast today's topic is outbreak you can reach us at two witness at protonmail.com. That's two W I T N E S S at protonmail.com. That's P R O T O N M A I L.com. Please write us. Um, the Proton Mail is encrypted in user to end user, very safe encrypted email with your questions, your comments, your show ideas. Also, if you would like to support the podcast financially, write us and let us know. We can give you the information on where you can send your financial support to. Again, you're listening to the Two Witness Podcast. Today's topic is outbreak. And David, I have a question for you. This week, the FDA added a warning about a rare reaction to the J&J COVID-19 vaccine. We already know J&J vaccine had an issue with blood clots and J&J was pulled uh, was pulled off the shelves temporarily. Now the FDA is warning that the Food and Drug Administration about a rare neurological, ne I'm sorry, neurological disorder, Guillain-Barre syndrome have been reported following the vaccination. Um, it says that this is an auto that Guillain-Barre syndrome is a rare neuro neurological disorder in which the body's immune system mistakenly attacks part of its peripheral nervous system or the network of nerves located outside the brain and spinal cord. So we have another issue with the J&J &J vaccine. So my question to you is, if you could talk or speak to the CEO of J&J, &J, what would you say to him? Resign and beg for forgiveness. Because there's so many lies to cover up concerning the uh, the outbreak itself. There's so many lies to cover up concerning the media manipulation of this. There's so many lies to cover up concerning the health impacts that people are suffering around the world from taking these genetically altering uh, DNA, mRNA vaccines. That basically they're hacking and raping the the they're raping us on a genetic level here with these vaccines. And once you understand what it's doing and how it takes over the body. And how it's a soft kill method as far as depopulating the earth by calling off the people that are with the most compromised immune systems. You know, we've got a real outbreak around the world. Talk about an outbreak of people with autoimmune disorders. Now, where does that come from? A lot of it comes from the air vector because of the chemtrails we're breathing in. A lot of that comes from the food vector because of the growth hormones that they're putting in the food and genetically modified food. You got the United States uh, this week talking about how we have a deficit. As far as exports, because a lot of countries don't like our big agra genetically modified foods that's being shipped around the world. A lot, a lot of our produce that we eat in our supermarkets nowadays, you can't even sell it in other countries because there's so much genetic modification going on there. And so our whole bodies, everything is being hacked. Our biosphere, our bodies, every single cell in our body is literally a form of rape in my mind. So yes, those people in charge should resign and beg for forgiveness and submit themselves to the court system for any sort of criminal activity or collusion. 
Let me share with you real quickly. Um, this is something that really just burned my butt when I found this out. About, uh, let me share my screen with you real quick. I wanna, I, I wanna share this with you all, and uh, maybe you'll have some, some of the same disgust that I do about this. This is, uh, you know, a background by Dr. David E. Martin. Talk about a dossier. This isn't a P dossier that they barbecued our prior president with over two false impeachments. This is the Fosse COVID-19 dossier document prepared for humanity by Dr. David E. Martin. It's very readily available on the Internet. And so what he's talking about is um, uh, the how the entire biopharmaceutical space was taken over by uh, big medicine and and all these uh, different uh, uh, entities around the world, you name it, uh, National Institutes of Allergies and Effective Disease, NIAD, the National Institutes of Health, the Centers for Disease Continuation, I call it, uh, research centers at the University of North Carolina. Dr. Ralph Barrick had a lot to do with the uh, the gain-of-function research that was happening with that. Also, uh, you know, Fort Detrick, Maryland, which is uh, where they work on all these different biological weapons and, uh, you know, designed to kill people. They killed opposing armies and whatnot. And now they've found a way in order to keep this whole candy uh, candy store going for everybody involved uh, they found a way now to basically commercialize the production of these biological weapons that are produced in all these different biological uh, biological weapons laboratories, supposedly the safest in the world, level four biosafety, uh, you know, biosafety labs, and how all these things are released, uh, you know, upon humanity, and how all these people, like Dr. Barrett, has a patent here, as you all are looking at. Did you realize that the coronavirus itself has over 5,000 patents on it. 5,000 patents. As a matter of fact, as I roll through this document, you'll see that the latter half of this document is, is nothing more than a list of all the different, uh, of all the different patents that are, uh, that, that, that have been, uh, uh, given on this, uh, coronavirus. And so this is how they do the funding. This is how they do the grant research. This is why millions and millions and millions of dollars went over to the Wuhan um, uh, Bioweapons Laboratory, uh, Wuhan Institutes of Death, I call it, over there. Their uh, bio, their biological weapons laboratory over there. Uh, how we had millions of dollars funding this gain of certain function research. We talked about that. You know how that thing is like a light switch on the wall, and how they can turn that up with 5G to increase the infectivity of the uh of the coronavirus they can also use it to uh basically dial up the lethality of this virus and now all of a sudden you got governments out there uh that are mandating that people get themselves injected with that i mean yes celeste they should resign beg for forgiveness and throw themselves on the mercy of the court Wow, I, I hear you, and, and that's the J&J. &J. What was really interesting to me is that Pfizer came out with this two-shot system. You get your first shot, wait two weeks to get your second shot, and as the uh, we begin to see variants come out, then they start talking about a third shot, a booster. What the first thing that came across, your, came across your mind when you found out that Pfizer was uh, introducing a third shot? Well, it, it doesn't surprise me a bit is because uh, billions and billions of dollars are changing hands and millions and millions of lives are being impacted by that. And it's sanctioned and codified and made legal by our very own governmental uh, representatives that we put in place to represent us. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, when you look at all the buying, the back and forth that's gone on, all the different buying, all the different patents that's on the SARS virus, on the coronavirus. And also this, uh, this, uh, one, um, research paper that I looked at, this one research paper that I looked at from the Indian Institute of Virology, you know, concerning these Indian scientists that they identify that there's four different sites, uh, what they call cleavage site on the SARS-CoV-2 virus that shouldn't be there. And when they were saying that it came from nature, it came from a bat, it came from a wet seafood market. And when they did that identification, there is no way that that could be formed in nature with that genetic sequence. 
and uh, and plus it had a very unique HIV uh, for AIDS, human immunovirus, uh, uh, human immunovirus. Uh, they they had a very unique signature for that. And guess who owns the patent on patent on that virus, the HIV virus, Doctor Fauci. Do you see a problem here, or is it just me? Wow. Follow the money. <laughs> Follow the money. That's all you got to do? Always, you know, we used to call money. Back in the day, we used to call money cheese. You know, follow the money. You're finding the rat. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you have to do. So, be, be, so behind this thing happening at Fort Detrick, Maryland, the U.S. Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases, U.S. AMRID, if you look at what happened with the uh, University of North Carolina, our alma mater, University of North Carolina, you know, Dr. Ralph Barrick and the work that he done and then how that virus got shipped off to some lab over in Canada and then uh, a couple of Chinese uh, scientists took it over to Wuhan and then automatically it's released. And this is coming right out of the hills of Event 201, which was a pandemic, a, a pandemic exercise in New York that was happening in November. And then the virus gets released in December, and here we are a year and a half later with lockdowns. I don't see why the whole world isn't just livid with torches and pitchforks out in every single major street in front of every single national capital in the entire world. I, I, We need to wake people up, and that's what this podcast is all about. This thing is an absolute fraud. It's a scam. It's a crime against humanity. You want to name it? It's in violation of our Nuremberg rights that were encoded after Nuremberg trials. This thing is just wrong on so many different levels. And then they got nerve to want to get to our children and our grandchildren. Not on my watch. It's not going to happen on my watch. Yeah, um, definitely. We are definitely facing a time of pestilence. Uh, as soon as it looks like things are opening back up, uh, with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, it seems that we get another variant and it's locked back down. Uh, so we we definitely need to pray. And my, I guess my, another question that I would have would be, uh, and thinking about from the beginning of the pandemic to now, what are the main lessons that we could tell people that we've learned and and how they can protect themselves. Um, what what would be the main, since the COVID-19 pandemic started till now, what would be the main things that we've learned and the main things that we could say that could potentially, uh, okay, this is a question from COVID-19 beginning to now, if we have someone that's listening to the podcast right now saying that my doctor told me to get the vaccine I'm on the fence. I don't know if I should get the vaccine or not. Um, obviously, they have to be a new listener. <laughs> They've been listening to our podcast. But if we have a new listener who say, um, you know, and again, we're not anti-vaxxers, but we, we, we have the ability to critically think. And in our critical thinking process and doing a risk-benefit analysis, the, the risk does not outweigh the benefit. So how would you explain that risk-benefit analysis to a new listener and the reason why they should not get the COVID-19 vaccine? You know, that's a great question. And I think that question is best answered by uh, somebody, you know, brand new, uh, like uh, David. Uh, you know, we started talking about a year, a year or so ago. Um about this, and uh, I know that David was very comfortable in his life and where he was headed and things like that, and then all of a sudden he starts talking to Dad, and, and Dad starts uh, this process of awakening, you know, with you, David, and um, how would you answer that question from somebody who was just out there making a living to somebody who's well-informed and uh, and very protective of, of your family now? What has that transition process been like for you? And if a doctor does come to you and say, hey, you know what, you need to take this vaccine because of X, Y, and Z, you know, blah, 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 what would you say to him? Well, yeah, I'm going to be angry, uh, especially like if, uh, you know, they're trying to give that to my kid or something like that, you know. It's just, I don't know, you know, that. 
excuse me if I'm a little uh, weary right now, but uh, no, I mean, you know, people aren't going to let that happen. I mean, you know, I take that back. People have let that happen. I'm not going to let that happen. Uh, God. <laughs> when it comes to the risk, when it comes to the risk benefit analysis. Yeah, like, you know, and you wonder what type of things they're going to pull because they're already pulling this type of stuff. And you're like, okay, you guys took it here. Now, I'm not going to sit here and see where they took it. Now I'm trying to find out where the next place is, you know, uh, what are you going to say now? I'm not taking care of my child because I'm not giving her the Corona vaccine. Can I show you her uh, other immunizations for her to attend public school here in this country of life saving vaccines, real vaccine? Dad, you keep you, that is crazy. Why is there so many patents on a virus who patents a virus? Oh, you know what? Then that's a direct result again. Um, because, 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 like you said, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you know, everything is everything is for sale. Everything has been prostituted. Everything has been uh, perverted. And um, why would you even listen to these people? Because it absolutely, absolutely makes no sense. There's over five thousand patents on the coronavirus. Doctor Fauci holds the patent on the HIV insert that's inside of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which is why they were treating these early recipients with HIV drugs and they were responding so well. This is the most, um, you know, we talked about the, you know, back during the, uh, you know, World War II with the Nazis and the Zyklon B gas, and which is, by the way, manufactured by a company that's now called Monsanto, which is primarily responsible for all the GMO seeds and GMO food supplies around the world, so they never stop. They just morph and form, and so the only thing, the only thing that, that we diabolical uh, agenda of the new world order, Georgia Guidestones. That's their that's their commandment. They trying to well, you know what? That, well, that's the ultimate goal. Yes, but we need to look at how we get there because when you start talking about stuff like that, you kind of lose people because you got to kind of meet people where they are, and a lot of people in darkness and in ignorance. And so here you are, you hadn't been sick or anything else like that. They come out with this uh, coronavirus thing, and then all of a sudden, very healthy people are now experiencing problems. They're experiencing uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome. They're experiencing uh, Bell's palsy. They're experiencing uh, numbness down one side of the body and loss of use. They're experiencing blood clot. You have postmenopausal women who are now having the heaviest blood flows, I mean, very thick blood flows. Uh, you know, on a, on a monthly basis, we have, uh, five-year-old girls that are spending a weekend with vaccinated grandparents. And now all of a sudden this five-year-old has vaginal spotting. So this is one of the most diabolical, um, engineered crimes against humanity. It's, it's absolute. It's just the stench must reach the high throne of heaven by this point. And that's why I believe that uh, we're about to turn the corner on this thing and bring all these, all these heathens to uh, justice at some point. But in meanwhile, we need to protect ourselves. Meanwhile, we need to not listen to doctors. Meanwhile, we need to, um, you know, um, doctors now, in order to get routine health care here in California, you need to have a COVID swab or a swab, or you need to have a, uh, a proof of vaccination. And so for me, we're not going to engage those services. We're not going to deal with those services because either they're complicit in it or they're ignorant of it. Either way, they should take off their lab coats, take off their stethoscope, and just go somewhere and sit down and quit bothering people because they're destroying people. The Hippocratic Oath, I've said it many podcasts, has now become the Hippocratic Oath, and it's all about money and it's all about power. And be damn how many people die. Be damn how many children get ill. Be damn how many people experience uh, sterilization. Um, you know, because one of the things they want to do is, you know, sure, you'll call off the weak part, but the most important part is it's so interesting when you start watching movies, like particularly movies on Netflix. And I was watching this movie, this series called Utopia, and, and they actually they actually advertise what they're going to do. Well, you know, we don't want to come right out and kill people because we come right out and kill people. Of course, they'll come after us and blah, blah, blah. But if we make it look like it's a naturally occurring disease or naturally occurring virus and then we develop this vaccine and we give everybody the vaccine 
Sure, we kill off the weakest of the population because of their compromised immune systems or advanced ages, or maybe they got two or three other comorbidities. But the key, though, is is that we sterilize 80% of the population, and then 20 years later, we don't have to worry about depopulation happens on its own and is made to look natural. Meanwhile, we pocket billions and millions die. It is the most... I, I, I just can't... I just can't tell you when I wrap my head around this how it it just makes me want to vomit when I think about this. I would have to say that I do believe that uh, most of our frontline doctors and nurses, they are misinformed. I would have to say we definitely support here to witness podcast. We definitely support frontline workers and we believe that those who are encouraging those to get vaccines and um, may may just be misinformed themselves. And again, the disclaimer here to witness podcast is we're not anti-vaxxers. We are about telling the truth. We are truth tellers and truth seekers. And we have done the research. And and again, I'm going to answer my own question that I asked before, which was if we have a new listener who's on the fence about and the doctor has told them to get the COVID-19 vaccine and they're not sure if they want to or not, uh, what would we tell them? And when it comes to the risk-benefit analysis and the critical thinking and the research that we have done, we have deemed that the risk does not outweigh the benefits of getting the vaccine. So we would tell any listener who's listening to the podcast that uh, you would definitely need to do your research, find out from firsthand testimony of those who've experienced side, side effects, read uh, the New, uh, New England Journal of Medicine. Go to um, Google Scholar and read the scholarly double-blind peer-reviewed articles on COVID-19 and about the side effects. We've already talked about J&J, for instance, who has had blood clots, who a hundred people uh, recently have uh, been diagnosed with the autoimmune disorder uh, William Bear. So the risk does not outweigh the benefit. Number one, uh, uh, it, it says I'm, I'm giving this scenario of a new person who obviously haven't heard our prior broadcast, but we highlighted that even though you get the vaccine, you can still get the virus. So what's the point? And, the, and what's going on right now, and the headlines I read at the beginning of the podcast, proves the fact that many vaccinated people are now uh, reinfected with the Delta variant. So why get the jab when you know that so many people have reported side effects? And I would encourage you to just go to YouTube and type in vaccine side effects, and you will hear personal testimony. I'm not talking about news reports. I'm not even talking about scholarly articles that have been peer-reviewed. I'm talking about individual families who have gone on YouTube to chronicle their testimony of how the vaccine has negatively affected their family. It's not misinformation. This is a first-hand testimony. One family, indeed, uh, the the son who was a uh, six foot five, six foot five basketball player, healthy, very healthy, never had any health problems, got the vaccine, he ended up in the ICU. His dad got the vaccine around the same time and he ended up in the ICU. And so these are personal testimonies of people who've actually gotten the vaccine and coming back to let everybody else know, don't get the vaccine. Lady reported she had Bell's palsy. And you can see her face was twisted and her eyeballs bulging out of her head. The benefit uh, does now outweigh the risk. Do your own risk-benefit analysis. Critically think, you know, get the information, analyze the information, gather the information, analyze the in- information, and draw conclusions and solutions. You have to critically think. You can't just go get the vaccine because your doctor tells you because he may mis- be misinformed as well. They're completely busy. Doctors don't have the time to do the research that we even do here on the podcast because of their work schedules. So uh, to answer the question, yeah, and they and, and they and they they walk lockstep with what the medical authorities tell them for fear of losing their licenses. Not only, Folks, uh, not you, only that, what they, you're do, looking at. they do benefit. As all, as all everybody always know that uh, doctors get kickback from pharmaceutical companies when they um, give a certain medication, whether it be for cancer or diabetes, 
the company that they that that manufactured those things give the doctors a kickback, and I'm sure that they're getting a kickback from in, uh, administering the vaccines. So, uh, you know, follow the money, and and you will find you know the the root of the problem every time. So uh, that that was the answer to that question. So just wanted to uh, ask a final question, David. Here at the uh, Two Witnesses podcast, uh, we really care about our listeners and want the best for them. That's why we do this labor of love. I call it a labor of love. We do the research. We, um, you know, go to the scholarly sources. We go to the news sources, and we. Um, have done our research. So my question was, um, in this labor of love, David, what would you say uh, to, to our listeners uh, when it comes to uh, what they should be doing in this time and season to help protect their families? Well, I think that they should be doing, getting their own facts and listening to themselves and understand that this is government-sponsored bioterrorism at its at its worst, uh, either due to collusion, either due to ignorance, either due to a lack of common sense, due to groupthink. Everybody is in lockstep. Uh, they've locked down Los Angeles again to where everybody's wearing masks with this quote-unquote Delta variant that's coming out. Um, you've had certain health officials in India that are severely pushing back on the impact of uh, the coronavirus as far as deaths. I know you see all the funeral pyres burning there in India and whatnot, but uh, from what I've been looking at, they say that all that's just been staged as a pretext in order to get more and more Indians. India has the lowest, the absolute lowest vaccination rates of any country around the world because a lot of the Indian villagers are very, very, very skeptical. They're very, I mean, you're talking about what in India, you're talking about almost many people as China, what over a billion, 1.1, 1.2 billion Indians, most of them rural. And they understood what happened when Gabby, the general alliance on vaccines and immunizations came over with the Gates Foundation and all the young village girls that was hurt due to Gardasil and how many was sterile and how many have all kinds of different problems now, including paralysis, sterilization. You look at what happened in the Philippines with the largest polio outbreak that they've ever experienced after these World Health Organizations and Gavi and all these international NGOs, non-governmental organizations who operate above governments, if you really look at it, uh, how they came over and influenced public policy there at the extreme expense of the population in all those different countries. So I would say to a new person who's looking at this for the first time, critically at the first time, you don't know what to believe. The first thing I would say is DYOR. Do your own research. Do your own homework. The second thing I would say is pray about that homework. Ask for wisdom and act for guidance. And the third thing I would say is follow your gut and use your common sense. If your common sense in your gut is contradicting what the doctor is telling you, you better follow your, you better follow your common sense. Or at least get a second or a third opinion because doctors are a dime a dozen. A lot of them are trained very, 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 very well, but are only trained on the things that the system wants them to be trained on. And so they're going to automatically, I mean, how did the opioid crisis happen? It happened because a lot of doctors in white lab coats were writing a lot of prescriptions and that's how that happened. And so, no, I have a morbid distrust of organized medicine. I have a morbid distrust of organized government because all I see is corruption. I don't see them looking out for the general welfare of the people. I see them destroying the people, these establishments and organizations around the world. So why would I even offer one inch of my support uh, to these organizations with all the harm that they're causing all the families around the world? You know, so when I look at what's going on in Australia, when I look at what's going on in Hong Kong, China, when I look at what's going on in India, when I look at what's going on in Europe and France and the UK with all these draconian lockdowns and these different variants. And now these different organizations are saying that now you got to have booster shots and shots on top of shots. And why are they always trying to stick people with a needle? Yeah. Oh, uh, don't, 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 don't. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely you know, agree with that. You got one shot, two shots. Yeah, yeah, now I you mean, want to see I mean, a third shot. <laughs> well, right, right, right. And one then shot. there's seasonal shot. Right. And then there's going to be a shot a day after a while. And to the point that your immune system is so compromised that any little thing, a paper cut or anything like that, causes a rash infection, a cytokine storm. And the next thing you know, your statistic also that they're going to bury those statistics also. So 
I have absolutely zero trust, and I recommend you do, and I recommend you spare your own children from that. You look at what's going on in the school districts now as far as them mandating mask wearing. You know, one of the big uh, phenomena that's happening now is a lot of these young children now are experiencing what they call hypoxia. In other words, with wearing a mask and all the other different things with the increased anxiety levels, uh, they're intaking too much CO2, so it's really starting to impact uh, children in the developmental stages where their brains and their bodies are developing. So why would you subject your children or your grandchildren or even your neighbor's children, even your worst enemy's children, to this type of abuse by government and by medical authority? No, I'm out. No, I resist. No, I do not agree with it. No, you do not have that type of permission. No, don't knock on my door asking about vaccines. No. I mean, when has the government ever went to your door since you've been alive and knocked on your door and trying to encourage you to stick a needle in your arm? Yeah, that, that's a little much. And you've really brought out some great ways and some great COVID mechanism for someone who's new and on the fence about the COVID-19 telling that I would basically say don't get the vaccine, but you definitely are right. You need to do your own research. You need to pray and ask for guidance, as David said. Uh, also, I would say, in addition to what he said, um, also, if you have to put masks on your kids, give them cotton masks to avoid hypoxia, something that they can definitely breathe through comfortably. I would also say build your immune system. My dad, who's 84 years old, uh, caught COVID-19 and recovered because God gives us all an immune system and his immune system kicked in and he was able to beat the COVID-19 uh, the, the uh, disease uh, and, and recovered through his own immune system. So I would say build your immune system, take vitamin C, and I also recommend taking solvent, solvent silver. It would be another way that you could definitely uh, build your immune system. We hear well, I'm glad you brought, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, you know, people that think like us, they, you know, they, they want to label us anti-vaxxers, right? But, uh, people that tell the truth about what's really going on with our government and our higher institutions, uh, guess what we're called in? Conspiracy theorists. But guess what? The difference between a conspiracy theorist and a person who's telling the truth is about, about 30 years, right? It takes a generation to forget what they did. No, no, we're not forgetting this. No, we're not participating in this. Yes, we are getting the facts. Yes, we are putting this information out. Yes, we are concerned about our fellow man and fellow woman and fellow child out there. And we encourage you to get your own facts, do your own research, forget about what doctors... Why would anybody trust a doctor or a government official anymore? Or the media? Trust yourselves. Wear long sleeve. Wear long sleeve shirts if you have to. Like you said, pray and ask God for guidance. It's really key in doing your own research. You brought up some really great points. Um, you're listening to the Two Witnesses podcast with David, David Jr. and Celeste. Today's topic is outbreak, and we're specifically talking about outbreak of the of COVID-19 among vaccinated people. Uh, we are, like I said before, we're doing a labor of love here. Um, spreading the information. We are truth tellers and truth seekers. We're not disclaimer. We are not anti-vaxxers, uh, but we have done the research and we do not support the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, David, David Jr., do you have any closing comments before we close out the podcast? No, not me. Um, just everybody, thanks for tuning in and, uh, okay. you know, we're going to keep bringing it to you because we feel the need to let it out. Obviously, we're not the only ones, but uh, in uh, you know, in the crowd, when everybody's got a lighter out, you know, you can you can light up a path, and this is what it's about. It's about us, the people. So yeah, it was uh, it was good being here. I appreciate it. Take us home, Celeste. You're listening to the Two Witnesses podcast with David David Jr. and Celeste. Today, topic was outbreak. You can reach us at twowitness at protonmail.com. That's the number two, W-I-C-N-E-S-S at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. Please write us with any questions you may have, any concerns, any show ideas. Also, we would appreciate any financial support. Just email us that you would like to support us financially, and we will get you the appropriate information that you may do that. 
Again, thank you so much for listening. We thank you for the privilege and the pleasure of your time here at the Two Witness Podcast. It is a labor of love and we love you all. God bless you all and we'll see you soon.